Well, good evening. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. It's good to have you here. we got a great show for you tonight. It's a healthy living show. And now that the weather's getting nice in Oregon, Montana, Idaho, uh, it's time for you to start thinking about what you're doing and why you're doing it. Uh, it's especially, especially important to have a routine for your kids. So Kim Stark's going to be here. We're going to talk with Elements Health Club. they got some special events going on this Friday and again next week, some football training, some U of O football players are going to actually train your kids. You can find out more about that. Um, we're also sponsored by Dr. Michael Bratlin, and he has a few comments on freedom um, and why he's put up some billboards around town. We're going to talk with him. And Bill London's got a whole bunch of news for you. So let's kick off the show with our open, and we'll get right into going here. Who puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out. Um, tonight on our show, we're going to have... Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news? There's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun is because... We'll see you at five. And every Tuesday, Elements Health Clubs offers us a question for you to answer. And the first person who gets that question right is going to get one month free at Elements Health Clubs. And uh, it works like this. Um, if you are a member currently, then you will get one month that you don't have to pay for. If you are not a member, then you'll get one month, a trial month that you get to use it for free. There's no strings attached. And it's just the first person who answers our question right. So our question tonight, Kim gave this to me earlier, is, um, what city is the brightest according to NASA? So when you're up in the sky and NASA's looking down, what city is the brightest of any city in the country and the world actually? So this is the world's most bright city from a NASA point of view. And the first person that answers that will, and we'll tell you tomorrow who that is, but that first person will get a free membership to Elements Health Club. So let's bring in Kim Stark and find out a little bit more. First, let's talk to Sarah real quick about what Elements is all about. Health Clubs, you get more than a workout. You get results-driven fitness and nutrition help no matter where you're starting in your health journey. You get luxury club benefits like a heated pool, hot tub, sauna, steam room, and wellness centers. You get academy-level group training classes like HIT, boxing, TRX, and barbell strength. And your kids get childcare centered around movement with activity and a purpose. You get three convenient locations with one membership. All the amenities of a luxury health club with the membership prices of a neighborhood gem. Elements Health Clubs, we are more than a workout. Kim, it's Elements Health Club night. <laughs> it's the elements of a healthy life. I like that, it sounds so profound. It's but, so you know, profound. I have to tell you. So, you know, I've been a member of Elements for like ever. And yes. Kathy and I have looked at three different gyms and we picked our gym. And so we're now members and stuff. But it's so hard because it doesn't feel like a family. Oh, you had your family there. Plus, you can't find everything in one location like you well, did there. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't. I mean, and I shouldn't complain because I have Montana people watching and now I'll be shunned at my new gym or something. <laughs> Pool, their pool's indoors, like they're loud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. No spoiled because I swam in the Element Springfield pool outside, even it in is, the cold of winter. You did. You were out there in the winter. I remember. I was not as brave as you, but I do enjoy the outdoor pools. I have to say, there's something about that fresh air. 
<laughs> okay, I'll tell you a funny story. We're in Vegas visiting my my dad, um, and we are at kind of a retirement village. And I took the kids to the pool today during the kid hours, and we still had a complaint. The kids were laughing. So careful where you take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're in the fossil place. <laughs> Sorry, it's kid hours. I don't know. No noise. You can't talk. Now I no know noise. we can't totally talk. Can't talk. <laughs> so I, I understand you have elements. Melissa Hillsman's coming on, and she's got some bunch of cool stuff going on over there. Oh, we're gonna talk about some cool stuff coming. And Melissa, I'm so glad you're here because I was thinking school's out. We've got to talk about what is happening at the club for the kids. Yeah. So. We have a really fun event this week coming up on Friday from four to six. We're having okay. some of the star football players, Chase Coda, uh, Marco, and um, oh, another gentleman's name coming. Um, and they're going to be doing a meet and greet with us there. We're going to have some face painting, hopefully Ooh. an ice cream truck and a, a Mexican food truck. The search and rescue is going to be coming. They're bringing a boat and they're going to be handing out whistles and letting the kids climb up and around. And then we're also opening up the gym to uh, allow families to come on in and use the pool and hot tub, sauna and steam room, as well as the gym and work up, up work out up there. Oh my so gosh. Which, which yeah. gym? Which gym is that going to yeah, be? Which location? So this is going to be at the 170 Oakway Road, the Oakway okay. location. Okay. Yeah. So out and in that then, big area in front. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. so fun. And the next week we're having the same football players are going to be putting on a football camp from 12 to 4.30 at Cal Young Middle School for kiddos between the ages of second grade and eighth grade. And uh, admission is $50. Both of these events are going to be fundraisers for the Bags of Love. And we'll also have um, containers for donations for that all summer long. And um, the kiddos will get a lunch. They'll get to be taught by these star athletes as wow. well as have photos and meet and greet autographs t-shirts and stuff like that so That's it'll be a lot of fun so why melissa why is it important for kids to get connected to a, you know a gym and activities during the summertime yeah well i think we all enjoy being outside when the sun finally comes out here in oregon and um it just helps us feel better it helps us connect especially coming out of COVID. that's what a lot of us have realized that we need a lot of is, is that connection with people and doing that in a physical capacity is even more beneficial that's so awesome awesome that you guys are having athletes there and then you're yeah. gonna have to, you know it's just so fun to have all in one spot so this is the oakley location um and this is tell us again when this is happening so people don't miss this yeah so the meet and greet is this friday the 24th from 4 to 6 p.m and then the camp is next thursday june 30th from 12 to 4 30 and signups can be you can contact the club or you can come into the club directly and we can get you the signups Okay. So, and Rick was talking about with the routine, you know, we're in school, right? Rick, we were talking about how kids are out of school. They need to, we need to stay in our routine as parents and kids need to stay active. So I just think these events are so important. And also it might get kids in, in there realizing, Hey, we can, this is, we can keep moving throughout the summer and keep doing what we were doing in what PE class, you know, it's so important yeah. to keep doing that. Yeah. We have we, uh, between the Springfield, West Eugene and Oakway location, we have three great pools, two indoor, one outdoor for the kiddos to be able to use outside of our class time. So it's a great, great option for summertime fun. You know, it's, it's what I always um, think is so important too is as adults, the biggest problem people have getting into a routine of working out and making that a lifestyle, not just, you know, get my butt down into my games. Um, <laughs> 
is to is for kids to see their parents doing that but also be participating so when the younger you get them in there when mm -hmm. it starts being like going to the gym with mom and dad is a normal activity you mm -hmm. hope that might stick when they get to an adulthood yeah. it's not so hard you know what i mean because it's hard to start a routine when you're an adult yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it is and we have a lot yes. of parents that come in with their kiddos i have a dad that works out and and bench presses with his two younger boys that can't be more than fifth grade and he's definitely mm -hmm. teaching them some good skills yeah it's fun to see yeah it is such a family area well thank you for telling us about the events these are these are really important especially because i know from experience that summer camps fill up quickly so we gotta get those kiddos out there and involved yeah, yeah that's great yeah all right melissa thank you thank you so much for having us <laughs> all right we'll see you later so that's a great idea you know yes. to connect to connect kids because you know how important that is being a teacher too is oh my gosh it's so important and also that's so cool that they're bringing it all to one place and and having them get to see those those athletes that they can look up to there's something about that too that role model thing that is kind of missing these days you know the big brother program they used to have and those things that don't exist as much so and yeah that's really like real football players i know right actual <laughs> real <laughs> exactly real. <laughs> i know i know yeah exactly okay and then i'll also come up with a trivia question um too and i'll i'll have you pop that up so we can okay, do our so trivia, we'll pop up the trivia question and if they win what do they get yeah and if they win they get 30 day free trial for any of those locations we talked about for elements so you got the oakway location you've got springfield and you've got west eugene three to choose from she was talking about the event coming up the oakway location there that's pretty central so you guys can get 30 days and if you're already a member you can get a month of uh, paid for so it's a super good deal so you guys should try to guess the question all right Kim Stark, thank you. Have fun in Vegas. You guys, I hope you know you have an international show tonight. We got That's Kim right. Field, Las Vegas and Montana. We're covering Pacific and Mountain we Time. We are like a big deal. Such a big deal. All right, Kim Stark. We'll All right, see you, see you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. I want to talk really quickly about finding inspiration from home or on the road or wherever you may be. Honestly, it's not always practical for people to show up to a gym. Um, whether they're traveling, working from home, have sick kids at home, there's a lot of different reasons. Maybe you don't have a gym membership, but there are so many tools and resources online if you just look for it. You can go to YouTube, you can go to Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, type in WAD, which stands for workout of the day, or 10 minute abs, or a resistance band workout. Um, so many different things. You can type in my name, Sarah Keepers, on YouTube and find some old workouts that I have posted that are fun to do online. Regardless of what it is, you can either find an excuse or you can find inspiration to do movement and be active from wherever you are. I love that <clears throat> message from Sarah. That's awesome. And you really can. You can find all kinds of ways to do that. Another sponsor of our show, it sponsors our news segment that's coming up next. Uh, Bill London, uh, Dr. Michael Bratlin and I sat down yesterday, last night's show. Um, and if you don't, if you're not on there, go to our link, go to rickdancer.com and look under videos and you can watch the video from last night, the whole interview. But this is a little segment um, on why he put up the billboards. Be allowed to say what they want. And, and the reason I do the billboards is because it, it, it hits more people. And I'm not trying to piss people off. I'm just trying to let my, I, I don't want the lockdowns. And then it was, uh, you know, back to blue. There's nothing wrong with back in the blue. We need more people supporting uh, supporting our police departments, and uh, and they they need to be dri policemen need to be driving around and seeing that billboard and and feel good because uh, they've been crapped on. 
and, and now with the uh, with the new billboard it wasn't you know some people you had told me because i don't even read, read my comments that people had made comments that i was just trying to get attention from joe rogan and and uh, and elon musk and i don't care about their opinions uh but i like the fact that they're free thinkers they believe in freedom of speech and we uh that's why i kind of applauded them uh and i said hey they rock which was a good time because certain things came out um and i don't believe in all their views but I, we used to be a country that you could actually have views and not hate people and that's what i think those two people represent is they, they're okay with people having different views it's good to have different views yo from the News Radio, 1120 AM and 93.7 FM, KPNW Studios, I'm Bill London, but you can just call me Gunter. I also co-host the Wake Up Call, 6 AM to 9, Monday through Fridays. I'd like to think it's a thing, but then I'm delusional. All right, here's a look at some of the news. So what kind of politician would you like? Would you like the type of politician that says, I think working class Joes and Janes should be keeping more of their income or would you prefer a politician that says, well, even though we're struggling and being ravaged by inflation, the government needs to continue taxing and spending your money and you shouldn't get any savings. Well, that would be the case with Oregon Congressman Earl Blumenauer. He is pushing back on the news that President Joe Biden is considering a suspension of the federal gas tax at a time of record high fuel prices. He wrote to the president that such a temporary tax deduction would, quote, hurt projects tied into the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill that remains one of the administration's most cherished political achievements. Cherished? That's an interesting word. The congressman then questioned whether Americans would even see reduced costs. Blumenauer said in his letter, suspending the federal gas tax would not lower prices for consumers, and it would not have the desired political effect. It would also damage important policy opportunities and should be rejected by your administration. Damage policy opportunities? That's a politician's way of, it's going to be less money for us to spend. We can't do that. And the assertion that it wouldn't lower prices for consumers, what's that based on? That is just a generalized assertion. There's nothing to back that up. Even Treasurer, uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said on ABC Sunday that, well, yeah, a federal gas tax holiday is certainly worth considering. But what does she know? Oregon's minimum wage going up in many cities around the area, including Salem, Eugene, and other areas of the state, to $13.50 an hour starting July 1st. Now, this is part of the latest line of minimum wage increases that were set by a 2016 law passed by the legislature. The current minimum wage in Eugene and other metropolitan areas of that size around Northwest Oregon is currently $12.75 an hour. The minimum wage in Portland and Multnomah, Washington and Clackamas counties is going up to $14.75 from $14 and in rural counties, $12.50 is where it'll go from $12 currently. Starting in 2023, the minimum wage will be adjusted based on the consumer price index. The Oregon Department of Environmental Quality just decided, you know what, Port of Morrow, 
It sucks to be you. They were fined for groundwater contamination. Last Friday, $1.3 million. Today, the agency added another $800,000 on top of that fine over contaminating waste, uh, contaminating water with wastewater. The idea is that they overapplied nitrogen-rich wastewater on agricultural fields in the lower Umatilla Basin, which burdened the groundwater, and that's a primary drinking source in Morrow and Umatilla counties. You know, we've heard all of these pledges to increase transparency, but officials at the Department of Human Services in Oregon are considering a move that would make it almost impossible for the public to access child abuse investigations where children are put into foster care. That's happened in the past. Listen on. Similar records in the past have actually helped reveal systematic child abuse within the foster care system. The state agency, though, now is narrowing and wants to narrow the type of abuse records that can be accessed for children who are placed in care outside of a home, like a boarding school, a wilderness facility, or some kind of residential program. The rule change being proposed would allow agency leaders to deny almost all public records requests, blocking any details of substantiated abuse now, in 2018, the state started quietly increasing the number of children placed in foster care who were sent to facilities in other states. Two years later, after a protracted legal battle to get the agency to turn over relevant records, it was evident most of the youth that were sent out of state were being abused, and they were being sent to a facility or a group of facilities owned by one company. Fortunately, that company has been forced to shutter its residential treatment facilities all over the nation, and Oregon leaders pledged to no longer send kids out of state. It's likely none of this would have been known without the type of public records agency officials now want to make it nearly impossible to obtain. The Oregon Department of Human Services even tried to convince legislators to make the change in 2021, but lawmakers refused. So the agency is trying to accomplish the very same goal through a more obscure pathway, through backdoor rulemaking processes. Now, as their new rules are currently written, the change would allow only the exception of whether a child dies, but of course, how would you find out about that? And secondly, they would still do reports to lawmakers, but only quarterly, not in real time, not when it's in the middle of a crisis. Did I sound bitter there? I shouldn't sound bitter. So remember the complaint of creating a hostile work environment at the Capitol that was made against former House Speaker, now Democratic gubernatorial candidate, Kena, Tina Kotek? No, you don't remember it? Well, it's understandable because it happened about 500 days ago and it has been kept hush-hush and the process and the investigation, which would normally take three months has dragged on quietly in the background. Now, a complaint that Kotek threatened to kill legislation, demote lawmakers, and end a former legislator's political career as she sought support for a bill has been un under investigation for more than 16 months. 
far longer than the 84-day window in which legislative policy says these matters need to be resolved. The bill in question slightly trimmed public employees' pensions in exchange for a huge new corporate activities tax on businesses both large and small to add even more funds to Oregon's failing school system. The allegations were made by former state representative Diego Hernandez, who claimed Kotech vowed vengeance if he opposed a 2019 bill on pension benefits. He first said so publicly after a group of women came forward to accuse him of sexual harassment. Interesting of the timing, allegations that ultimately led him to resign from office. Throughout, Hernandez has been consistent in his testimony, according to investigators. The complaint is being investigated by an outside attorney who happens to be making more than $350 an hour. Kotek told OPB last week, It's awkward to be having conversations about it now that I'm no longer a speaker. The attorney investigating has given no expected date of completion, which would lead some skeptics to say, oh, that means it'll be after the November election. Hernandez refused to support the governor or uh, Kotex bill, even in the face of what he says was heavy pressure from her. He alleges in two meetings on the day of the vote that Kotex threatened to kill his priority bills and said she would take away his role as a committee vice chair and told him, quote, I will make sure you lose your next election if you don't change your mind. Hernandez argues that Kotek crossed the line. Hernandez has made similar allegations ever since harassment claims were against him surfaced, frequently suggesting that he was targeted because of his refusal to acquiesce. Kotek denies issuing threats and says Hernandez is attempting to deflect from his own mistakes. Despite Kotek's stance, Hernandez's complaint shows that he was vocal about threats against him from the day of the 2019 pension vote, nearly a year before harassment complaints emerged against him. Screenshots of text messages with other lawmakers and lobbyists attached to the documents suggest he was infuriated, but what he said was Kotek's pressure campaign. The complaint includes, includes new claims as well, including that Kotek exerted pressure on two other lawmakers trying to leverage Hernandez's vote. Hernandez's complaint offers up an eyewitness to one of those threats. He writes that as he was meeting with Kotek in a lawmaker lounge, State Senator Dallas Hurd came in to speak with Hernandez about a bill on landscape licensing that the two were co-sponsoring. Quote, Tina immediately yells at both Heard and me that she's killing the bill out of spite for me not voting for PERS. According to Heard, a Republican from Myrtle Creek who's garnered recent controversy because he didn't follow mask rules in the Capitol, pretty much confirms the story, saying later, well, she did apologize and the bill passed. Kotex spokesman called the incident potential miscommunication. Ah, you got to love election year. All right, there you have the news brought to you by Chris Dental, my dentist. All right, Rick, roll out a little bit of real.
there and talk about what we want to talk about and not worry about how people in the audience respond or what they're going to say online. We're just going to have a conversation because here's the bottom line. I don't live there anymore, but I do love Oregon. And Oregon is worth fighting for. And in order to fight, you have to use your voice. This is not a battle of beating people up. This is a battle of the voice. And you have to use your voice and you have to be courageous and you have to be uh, go against the grain a little bit. But the only power that that, uh, that, that that the manipulators of the message have is if you bow and we are not bowing in Oregon. Um, I left because I'm 63 years old and I can't put up with that shit anymore, but I can still fight from afar. For those of you who think I can't go to hell, doesn't matter to me. I can, but I'm not going to live in it. Have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. And share this on your page so other people can get encouraged to do something other than whine or to follow. We don't need any more followers in Oregon. We have plenty.